0: Hello and welcome to Knobcat Games' Dungeons of the Obelisk podcast. I'm your host, Joe Sleppy. I'm Executive Prime at Knobcat Games. This podcast is an audio devlog where we get together every two weeks and we talk about the game that we're working on, which is Dungeons of the Obelisk, a 2D turn-based dungeon-crawling, loot-grinding adventure. And I'm joined here today by our universe architect, Josh Otterman. Hello. Hello and our animancer Nike deer hello <laughs> and we got a list of stuff to talk about we got new animations um the server stuff that josh is working on and a few updates that, that tj did so we might as well just jump right into it um we've got our artifacts are are animated now so the uh, mask of takura and the Marmorial eye <laughs> or Floating around and and have effects and and I don't know personality now.
1: <laughs> yep, yep, those are coming along, and uh, I'm actually what is it? I guess I just fish up the rune stones, and I'm actually working on the uh, the titillior obelisk uh, currently, so that's going to be exciting. <laughs> I'm actually really excited to yeah. see that game because it's it's already coming along, so I think it's going to be cool having it like animated life yeah
0: ben said that that was like the he drew the character and then he drew the obelisk i'm pretty sure so (laughs) we have like you know we did we did the obelisk and then the logo i believe and then like started on mobs and stuff so that obelisk has been waiting to be animated for a long time
1: oh yeah (laughs) and uh yeah no it's it's looking good it's i want to say like ben actually had like a ton of layers on the obelisk, and initially that kind of intimidated me. I was like, oh, that's too many, and I tried, like, consolidating a few of them, but then I realized, I was like, wait, that just gives me control over, like, everything, so... (laughs) Now I'm... I went back and I started animating things more individually, and it's, it's... I've got, like, the rooms like, glowing and, like, kind of, like, going dark and then lighting up again. It's, it's cool.
0: Oh, cool. We can have that. that'll be on the loading screen too, as well as oh, in town that's so, right. or the main menu.
1: but yeah, I uh, I guess on this statement of work, uh, we had the just to kind of get back to the artifacts. we had Takura and the Mamaray eel on there. And I thought, you know, the obelisk, that's that's gotta look good. That's like the big thing. So <laughs> and I was a little like, I'm still kind of learning particle systems. So I was like, let me like, do this with Takura and the memory Eel, and if I can learn how that works. And sure enough, like, after getting through those, like, the obelisk is just, like, exciting now. It's not intimidating at all. <laughs> it's just like, okay, I'm gonna use this trick over here, and I'm gonna make this glow, and I'm gonna do this. <laughs> Try not to get too crazy with particles, but particles are fun. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the the artifacts, um, they look really good. Um, we kind of had a couple iterations of them because you did their cause the, they just kind of sit there and idle. Yeah. So so you did a idle animation for them, and then I kind of sent it back to you and said like, no, they need to have like more personality in their idle animation. Like yeah. just because they idle all the time. They need to have like more things that they do in that idle animation because like they don't attack or or um you know die or anything like that they just kind of float by you
1: yeah they I pulled up a uh, takura in game right now it's so cool having him like floating back there and like fidgeting around and stuff <laughs>
0: Yeah, I wasn't 100% sure on the the particle effect behind him, but it's really growing on me. I like that, like, fire that he's got.
1: Yeah, I... And see, this is... We were talking a little about, like, particles resizing and stuff, and, like... I know in the original, I wanted, like, kind of the, like, the flamey kind of, like... How do I describe that? They're both kind of flame effects, I guess.
0: (laughs) I'd say one... So when you look at him in the inventory, he's bigger. Yeah. And it looks more staticky. And yeah. then when you look at him like in the game, he's smaller and it looks more like just a flame going behind him.
1: Yeah, I wanted that like static and that kind of flame particle to kind of like blend into each other to add some like texture. And I guess that's one thing I wasn't sure about cuz like when when it gets zoomed out, the uh the flame part gets bigger but the texture kind of or the the, uh static kind of gets lost in there a little more but it it honestly doesn't look bad uh but then when you get zoomed in more that static comes out a lot more so i was like uh idk i'm not sure what is uh ideal but (laughs) i'm sure we'll just keep going back and forth with it till we have it how we want uh i Uh, do that's
0: good to me yeah, I say no changes. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, this is, honestly, it's growing on me too as I'm walking around town. This looks pretty cool.
0: <laughs> I really like the Marmorial Eye as well because um, it has those, like, pulses that it does. Yeah. And, and whenever you're running really fast in the dungeon, it'll actually make a trail of the particle effect.
1: Oh, that's perfect. It looks pretty
0: cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> i was kind of hoping it would like trail a little bit but i wasn't sure how that would look in game. so that's that's really good to hear
0: (laughs) i wanted to see if uh takura would um would trail like that let me uh spawn in see if i can loot creator a what is it called speed zoom which is an item that we made for testing but won't be in the final game probably at least not right away so it gives you it's an item that gives you three thousand percent speed (laughs) that's a lot (laughs) yeah yeah so i'm trying to see if he he i don't think he trails like the the eye does
1: yeah i'm not sure if he would but i'm curious how it how it look at that speed
0: (laughs) yeah we made that uh that zoom for testing so that we could, like, see if the high speeds would break it.
1: That makes sense. Since since the animations are all governed by, like, the speed stat, right? Like, gotta make yeah. sure it doesn't accidentally, like, forget some of the animation or something. Break sure. it in some other way.
0: Oh my, my guy's, like, going so fast, he's, like, teleporting around. <laughs> and then it also sends your pet running, too.
1: Oh my gosh, I bet.
0: So, anyways, <laughs> enough visual stuff that people can't really see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, me playing the game and talking about it, I guess. Yeah, you animated the runes as well, which... So now whenever you, like, paragon and and uh, level up and, and summon the rune stone, you can actually kind of see it, like, glowing and stuff. So that's pretty cool, too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Are you guys still there? <laughs>
0: I, I don't know. Did we lose you, Nika? Maybe. Yeah, I think so. My computer got too hot and crashed. Oh, oh no. She crashed, but she's still showing, like, in the group. <laughs> <laughs> she says she's sorry. <laughs> I'll just tell her no problem. We can edit all this out. Shouldn't be a big deal. Sure. Okay, she's going to see if she can make it back. Okay. I guess in the meantime, we could move on to your, your uh, section and... Sure and, and talk about some server stuff, Josh.
2: Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, basically I've been I took a little time uh, time off just because I had some personal stuff going on. so I haven't done as much as I would have liked to in this time, but uh, I've been getting back into it and been having a lot of fun getting everything implemented and e- even when there's some hiccups with, <laughs> with uh, you know searching through the documentation, figuring out how, how things work. Yeah, no, I've got pretty much all of the uh, user account stuff figured out and working. I just have to hook in uh, so that we can have permanent inventory saves. And so once that's in and done, which should be this weekend, I'll be moving on to creating the server scene for the town, uh, which will be what we'll use on the actual server, you know, the remote servers uh, that people will connect to
0: yeah for the town so we'll be able to like see each other in the town and stuff exactly
2: yeah so yep, you'll be able to when you log in it'll connect you to a server and the server will be the thing that actually spawns your character and then tells you know your computer like that you're here and it will update and then it'll update for all the other characters that are also in the town as well so that should be a lot of fun uh to get that going and finalized so uh, I'm really looking forward to getting to that point. So hopefully, beginning uh, of next week, I'll be starting to work on that.
0: Yeah, that's that's going to be nuts. I, I'm like so excited <laughs> to, to see other people in the game. Like I feel like every step of this game has been like, like I'm just amazed at everything. And, but I think that's going to be like a major one. Yeah, we'll have to do like a video of the first time we log in and can see each other, huh?
2: That'll be super fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> I mean, like just the, I don't know, as, as like the one, like, you know building it out to, I'm just like, oh it's gonna feel so, like, satisfying <laughs> to see that operable I don't know, I'm just, I can't wait to, like I don't know, I guess hopefully see, like, your guys' reactions as well, <laughs> to to like how uh, like satisfying that'll be to be able to like run around and see each other in the game
0: yeah, I mean, honestly, that's like, is that, that's really one of the, once you have saving done and we're saving to the cloud or the server, I guess, and then we can see each other in town, that's most of it, right? I mean, yeah. What <laughs> what else is there I'm, that I, I'm try, missing? That's a big chunk of it. it sounds too easy. Yeah. Uh,
2: the other thing will be figuring out how to uh, implement the, uh, like the dungeons and the, the breaches, because those will also have to run on the server. So there's like different options. Like one of it, uh, one of the options is to have that run, you know, on the same or uh, on a different instance of a server. But that doesn't really seem like it would be a good idea. So there's a with Unity. There's something you can do called scene stacking, which is something I'm looking into, where uh, multiple scenes can be running at the same time. And so my initial thought was to have you know, the town scene that everybody's connected to, but then the player, when they go into a dungeon, will, like, switch to this other scene uh, for a bit that's just the, just theirs, and that'll connect to, their, to the client, and they'll be able to go through a dungeon and, uh, you know, do all that stuff and then jump back into the other scene uh, when they need to. So that's kind of my initial um, idea of how that's going to work but that might change depending on uh, the logistics of it once I get into it
0: yeah that's really interesting. I maybe have some questions about that but we can yep. get into those off off air I guess absolutely since, yeah' any, I'm not sure but, any questions um, you have
2: I'd be happy to discuss it with you
0: yeah yeah because it's interesting because like the right now our game is is like light multiplayer I guess. Um, would you classify it as an MMO? Is it an MMO if you can see uh, like other people in town? I don't know. <laughs> the, I, s- I don't know what the uh, rules are on that, so we're going to have to clarify <laughs> that for um, Steam, because I have to pick those options in Steam. But uh, anyways, like it's mostly a single-player game right now yeah. with, with single-player game modes, but we're setting up the the groundwork for multiplayer stuff in the future i can't think of the word for it but like multiplayer where you control the other person's characters so you grab people off your friends list and bring them into the battle with you but you control them so it's not like real-time multiplayer it's like you know you you're pulling people off your friends list um but then eventually, maybe someday, we'll get real-time multiplayer as well. Sure.
2: Yeah, I think that... Um, I don't know how it would, how I would classify that. Maybe, like, an online RPG? Um, Sorry, but...
0: i back. <laughs> <laughs> Nika made it back.
1: Hi. <laughs> uh, welcome
0: back. <laughs> Thanks. The, welcome back.
1: The computer did not like me playing a game and doing a podcast at the same time, apparently. Uh.
0: and I that's not good our game's not even that intensive
1: Nah, I just I gotta probably get a new motherboard or some new fans or something I'm not sure what the exact trouble is just kind of an old PC Yeah, sorry about that
0: yeah we were just talking about server stuff and and whether our game classifies as an MMO or or what (laughs)
1: yeah but, I guess that's a good question because it, it definitely has like multiplayer aspects, but it kind of plays solo ish too. So I'm not sure. Yeah.
0: I think it's probably, I, I think it's probably like you could check the MMO because we intend to do that more features in the future. Because I don't know if you can go back and add them when you update.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I would think. I mean, it kind of falls under like the the hub MMO type of classification. I would think definitely an MMO in that you are actually seeing many people in in town. And plus, with the chat system that we'll be implementing too, that'll be uh, you know you can actually interact with people.
0: Yeah. Oh, and server wide notifications when somebody gets some yep. cool item or something too. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about those.
2: Yeah. I think the idea of being able to pull like your friends characters into the dungeon with you is super cool <laughs> for sure
0: yeah that's an eventual thing as long as we launch and make a little bit of money we'll, that'll be a next step sure. <laughs> well, we're gonna do I mean the plans are are rough because who knows what's gonna happen but like I want to do one other game mode That's that's like solo and then i want to get guilds in and then i want to do the the multiplayer like raids or whatever you want to call them so sure so there's that's uh you know <laughs> a year or more down the line after launch probably with how much time it takes for for things to get done developing is is hard work
2: i remember and i i feel like maybe i brought this up last time i was on the podcast but i remember seeing several times people talking about how programming games is one of the hardest types of programming jobs you can get. I mean, I'm sure there's harder things with, like, really complex systems and stuff, but like, on average, if you look at, like, general programming jobs out there, like, game development jobs are actually genuinely difficult because they compile, like, so many different, like, different types of skills and different, like, knowledge sets like how you i mean especially if, if you're a solo developer like like you have nika and ben and tj and now me like we, you have to like pull all these different people together to get something done because it just requires so many different skills
0: yeah for sure i couldn't imagine doing this like solo i know
2: right <laughs> Yeah, there's always like that
1: one indie dev or whoever who like just seems to do it all on their own and then you're like, "Oh, this is easy." And then you actually get into making games. It's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot a lot goes into making games, even even the simpler
2: ones. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's always surprising. Like even when I work on my own little side projects and Like, oh, I'm just going to make this quick little thing. It's going to be super easy. And then I get into it. I was like, oh, actually, like, implementing just the way that, like, computers work and programming works, like, like, this is more complex to do, like, something that seems relatively simple, but is actually, like, kind of hard to get a computer to, like, know how to do. (laughs) For (laughs) sure.
0: Yeah. We were kind of talking about this before we started, too, but, like, even this game is, like, so much... It's taken so much like longer and and more money than I expected. You know, it's it's kind of uh, you know I'm in in pretty deep. I'm not gonna like give up now, but <laughs> it's definitely bigger than than I expected it to be going in. So it's it's interesting how those things happen.
1: For
0: sure, <laughs> for sure. And now we're looking for a marketing person. Oh uh, uh, yeah, growing the team again. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I put out a the application or the the job listing and and been getting applications here for the past week. And I got a couple calls with some people here in the next few days. So, nice. a few days, and I'm probably gonna close that job listing and hopefully have somebody. Nice. So I. Yeah. I think it's pretty exciting. Like, I, I've been back and forth about this, like, if we could do the marketing ourselves or not. And I've kind of decided that I can't do it. Like, we've been trying here for, for a while. And Nike has done a really good job with the Instagram and growing that. Oh, thanks. But, uh... <laughs> but
1: I mean, if we get a marketing person, like, I'm going to be keeping my eyes on what they do just for personal reference cause like it's I've had to learn a lot of new stuff just running the Instagram for like getting your game out there and stuff and I'm sure they are they have the whole like book of tricks on that stuff
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely
1: like I used to like for one thing like hashtags I used to just ignore hashtags hashtags get you attention apparently Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> least if you know what the trending ones are and which ones are going to get your stuff in front of people but yeah i i I used to just ignore that stuff i was like who cares
0: (laughs) (laughs) no you definitely have to get on those hashtags i i don't know it's it's a whole world that like i don't understand i've tried to dive into it for like my music and stuff for years and I don't know. I still have like what 120 followers or something on Twitter, so it's it's not. I'm not the person to be doing that. So hopefully, our new marketing person is going to be um, getting this this podcast and everything else out in front of people.
1: For sure, that that's like, that would be exciting. <laughs>
0: Yeah, start growing that Discord, getting some more people in there.
1: Heck, once we get it on Steam, maybe getting some people to wishlist it or something. That would be cool.
0: Yeah, yeah I've been. I gotta get on to um, getting the the Steam page up, but there's so much to do for that. And then I gotta make a list of things for you and and Ben to uh, do for me as well before I can before that can go live. So for sure. <laughs> So it's it's a month or two out yet, because just because of all the work that's involved in it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I never expected it to be so much work. Just to get the Steam page up, I figured that would be like, you know, a two-hour thing or something, and it's gonna be like days, at least. <laughs>
1: For real, like, I, I haven't heard much about the process, but what little I have, like, the people who were doing it made it seem like something they already... very familiar with, so I had no idea there was so much so much that went into it (laughs) like yeah, like I I had a friend who uh I guess was I don't know if I should be name dropping or (laughs) or not, but uh Yeah, I had a friend releasing a little puzzle rogue like a while back, and they were like, oh, just adding the achievements to my game. Doop doo doop. And it seemed like the easiest thing. And now we're like getting into it. I'm like, oh, there's a lot actually.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if our game needs achievements. That'll be a last thing we do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder like how those work. I guess you just program it's just like any other programming but it has to tie into steam somehow
1: yeah i'm not sure how that works like if it references some something running alongside it or
2: outside of it i'm, I'm not sure i think i've looked at that a, a little bit with steam but uh um, i can't quite remember how it works i'm guessing it's like probably a steam api uh that you call within your game but just based off of uh, a little bit of research that I've done into their like purchase purchasing system. I'm guessing everything probably works through, I'll call it their APIs, but I could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we're getting down to the end of our time here. I think we have we had a few updates on on the uh, list, but we can talk about those with next time TJ is on. If you've listened to the end of this podcast and you're not in our Discord, go to knobcat.com, find the link for the Discord, get in there, talk to us, um, say hi, ask us questions that you might have about the game. Um, We're also on Twitter and the previously mentioned Instagram, which are both at Dungeons Obelisk. And I don't know. I think that wraps up this episode. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.